Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I have an important announcement at the end of this episode, so make sure to listen to the end. I don't want you to miss it. Welcome to Start Your Sustainable Fashion Brand. I'm Shannon Lohr, the founder and CEO of Factory 45, the online business school for sustainable fashion brands. Whether you're looking for business strategy, marketing tips, or a 10-minute pep talk, this is the podcast for fashion entrepreneurs who want to take action, pursue their passion, and make waves in the fashion industry. Let's get started. So tell me, have you ever had these thoughts? You see another brand on Instagram and you think, ugh, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Or she's selling the same thing I am. Or I just found out this person is also making the same product, so what's the point in me even trying? As someone who works with and mentors new entrepreneurs on a regular basis, I'm no stranger to panicked emails popping up in my inbox about the discovery of a competitor. She's so much farther along. They already have 3,000 followers on Instagram. They're using organic cotton and making it in the USA too, right? As soon as we discover potential competition, our cortisol levels shoot through the roof and we imagine the worst case scenario. Everyone is going to buy from them instead of me. So I might as well quit. And while yes, quitting is the easiest route to take in any situation, there are many more reasons to keep going. In Eric Reese's book, The Lean Startup, he says early stage entrepreneurs spend too much time worrying about their idea being stolen and not enough time telling as many people about it as possible. As a startup, Reese says you should focus on talking about your idea to anyone and everyone willing to listen. That's the only way to get early customer feedback, to hear what your potential customers actually want, and to find out if your idea is a viable business. There is a big difference between someone saying you have a great idea and actually getting out their wallet to pay for it. When early-stage entrepreneurs worry too much about protecting their idea, Eric Reese calls this stealth mode. He says, quote, Part of the special challenge of being a startup is the near impossibility of having your idea, company, or product be noticed by anyone, let alone a competitor. Makes sense, right? Stealing an idea is a lot different than stealing an idea and actually implementing it, especially an idea that hasn't proven to be successful yet. If you do reach a degree of success down the road, then competitors are bound to enter the market. People see something that works and they want to have a piece of it. This comes with the territory. The thing is, as hard as it may be to take it gracefully in the moment, competition is actually a good thing. It pushes us to continue innovating and prevents us from getting stagnant. So with all that said, here are some other things to consider the next time you're faced with copycats or competition that makes your stomach flip. Here's how to talk yourself off the ledge. Remember that an idea is just an idea. Everyone has them. What sets you apart is your ability to execute on that idea. 
99% of ideas never see the light of day. So if you're able to get your product to market, then you're already that much farther ahead than everyone else. So much of entrepreneurship is simply a matter of keeping your head down and doing the work. It's not glamorous, but there's really no alternative. Second, the me versus them mentality is the fastest way to sabotage yourself. As soon as you start thinking the world is against you and the universe is set up for you to fail, then it's over. I've never met a successful entrepreneur who didn't operate with an abundance mentality. Repeat after me. There are enough customers for me and there are enough customers for them. Third, competition breeds creativity. Having competitors in the market forces you to innovate, think outside the box, and pushes you to do better than you would have done if you had a monopoly. While it may give you anxiety at first, you have the ability to reframe how it makes you feel. It can either deflate you or empower you, and you have the power to choose. Number four, competition shows you there is a need in the marketplace. Having other players in the game means there is a big enough pool of people who want what you're selling. The market share is there, and it's your job to find a way to take a piece of the pie. Number five, the great news about being in the clothing business and the fashion business is that unless you're selling to nudists, everyone needs it. Fashion is a $1.5 to $3 trillion industry. That's a lot of people buying clothing. And the average American buys 62 to 84 pieces of clothing a year. As fast fashion continues to really gross more people out and for them to opt out of fast fashion, you're there to provide an alternative, ethical, and sustainable option. How cool is that? And this. This is the best reason of all. Despite how many people are selling or plan to sell something similar to you, no one is ever going to do it in the same way you are. That's just a fact. There is no one else on the planet that is even remotely close to the same person as you, and thus the way you create is going to be different from everyone else. No matter how many new kids lines or women's wear lines or outerwear lines debut, they're all going to be unique to their creator. And that's why it's so important to know who your target customer is. It relieves you from having to sell to everyone so you can focus on selling to the special group of people it's made for. There's so much freedom in that. You don't have to appeal to everyone. You just have to appeal to your people. I've talked about competition a lot on the Factory 45 blog, in my live shows, and with my Factory 45 entrepreneurs. It's the topic that continues to come up because it's so much scarier when you're first starting out. Working with mostly women entrepreneurs has taught me how sensitive most of us are. We want perfection. We want everything to go right the first time, and we want to show everyone around us that we can do it. As soon as we hit a bump in the road, we tend to question our intentions. We say to ourselves, who was I to think I could pull this off? When really, who are you not to? Okay, so my big announcement. 
On March 14th, I'm hosting a free four-day workshop that will teach you the essential building blocks of starting a sustainable fashion brand in 2022. But here's the thing. This year, I'm hosting it as a private, invite-only event for a select group of people who want to start a sustainable fashion brand this year and are serious about doing it. The good news is, if that sounds like you, you can request an invite by going to the link in the description below. Okay, so make sure to check that out. See if it looks like something that could help you take action this year and request your invite to join me from March 14th to 17th.